Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Community Garden Revolution. This is Mary Huckel, the show host and author of the book, Community Garden Revolution. And we've got a special program today uh, with a group from Arkansas. It's Thrive Incorporated from Helena, uh, Arkansas. And I've got on board here Terrence Clark, who is a co-founder of that group. Terrence, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, I'm doing all right. Uh, Let's go ahead and tell people what Thrive Incorporated is about. First, we'll tell them that, and then we'll tell them why you picked the area where you are, and then go ahead and expand about this community garden that I think is going to be very interesting to tell people uh, that was dormant for a while and how you had to revive it because of certain reasons. So tell us what is Thrive Incorporated and how you got started. Sure. Well, uh, Thrive is kind of our, our doing business as name, um, but uh, we're a 501c3 nonprofit design firm. Um, our mission is to design opportunities in impoverished regions of rural America uh, in an effort to increase economic mobility uh, and decrease rural brain drain. So, you know, generate wealth on the ground and stop population loss. Uh, and so mm-hmm. with that idea in mind, you know, we've that mission, we're classically trained designers, um, so we do a host of projects here in Helena, um, and I'll get to why Helena here in a moment, but, um, you know, we're, anything we can do to generate the economy and increase quality of life, and that's that's how, you know, um, managing um, the, the county's local business incubator is right in line with us also um, running a garden-based education program and a community garden in our downtown. Um, and also some artesian bit, markets sure. and that kind of thing, right? Well, sure. Well, and so, you know, someday. <laughs> you know, where, <laughs> where we've been with the garden is like, let's, where we are now is we actually just planted our, our first major crop after completely rebuilding everything. So it's kind of like, let's just see what it looks like with, you know, everything working and then <laughs> and then talk about expansion. Um, but, uh <laughs> You know, in, in terms of why we chose Helena, um, there were some direct connections that we had. You know, my business partner is from Arkansas. Um, but, you know, he and I, we met in art school 10 or 12 years ago uh, at the Kansas City Art Institute. Uh, and that school mm-hmm. has always kind of had like a, a humanitarian aspect to it, especially as an art school. Um, and so we were just surrounded by really good teachers um, who impressed upon us uh, the need to design for good. And so, um, anyways, coming back to where we are now, um, you know, we had some connections with Helena. My business partner's mom is a, a preacher in Little Rock, so she would come oh, to Helena yeah. in the summertime for mission trips and whatnot. We'll tag along one summer. And so that's how we came upon Helena. Um, he, he already knew about the place because he grew up in Little Rock. Um, but, you mm-hmm. know, once we got here, we realized that, yes, you know, um, poverty has, you know, through, through various reasons, and it's a complex, you know, thing to, to to talk about. But you know, we've lost half of our population since 1970, and so mm. um, that being the case, this city is a is a model for small 12 to 20,000 person towns in the Delta of how things can change in, in terms of like bringing people to the table. Um, you know, there, for example, mm-hmm. there's been a strategic plan in our county uh, that's been active for the last seven or eight years. So, 
you know, that's kind of why we were able to, you know, come here, find the place and find connections is because the leaders that are here, you know, put, put that energy out there that they're looking mm-hmm. for, you know, the, the risk takers to come be new community members here. I mean, that's just kind of the story history of Helena. Um, but, you know, uh, uh, in terms of what we do at Thrive, you know, we really try and have, uh, specialize our focus in on, you know, strategic design services, which involve everything from uh, helping an entrepreneur, be it an artist or a, you know, car detail shop, um, develop mm-hmm. a business plan, marketing materials, um, you know, some businesses we've actually done some product design for. Um, but just to wow. kind of now get to the garden, <laughs> you know, there's been those things in <laughs> so, Helena. So you heard about this garden, this community garden that had been there for a while, and then it was dormant because, so I'll let you go ahead and tell us the story. <laughs> well, sure, well, sure. And so that, that kind of gets into how we came into the project because Thrive doesn't exist necessarily to start community gardens. However, um, it's also, you know, our mission is also being there to provide leadership to help overcome challenges. And so we've kind mm-hmm. of helped step in with this project. Um, it started in 2003, and I'm sure you've heard of many community gardens. Like the way they start is community members come together and build a garden. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of really positive energy. They put a state-of-the-art greenhouse there. You know, there was a tilapia tank inside. Um, oh the whole thing was, like, mechanized, so it cooled itself, it heated itself. You could just leave it alone, and it would run itself. You you need somebody making forty grand a year to monitor all that stuff. Yeah, trying to do that right, and so that that right. planning side of it, you know, it was it was it was heavily reliant on a community members coming to it daily and tending to their own vegetables, and b mm-hmm. like making sure things don't go derelict or get stolen. And see, neither of those two things were insured, and it just kind of. It did, the project just kind of lost energy. Um, you know, we still work with the original organization that started it. Um, you know, they've gone through some new leadership changes themselves. Um, and so they've been advocates with us as we've been restoring the garden back. Uh, but, you know, that was – we we kind of came into the project in late 2011. And um, really for the first two years, it was just like taking it back. <laughs> you know, it was yeah, it was drug infested too, up. wasn't it? Wasn't there a lot of uh... – uh, drug-related uh, situations around there that kind of drove it down to the pits anyway? Well, you know, and it's, it's, it's there was a lot of negative traffic going there and just kind of there's no assumptions about what people were exactly doing in there, but there was always just people yeah. hanging out in there, you know, drinking, whatever. Like, And it's, it's just, it, it, and, and there were trees, way too many trees planted. There were even trees that grew on their own. So, like, none mm. of the street lights got in there. You know, oh people had tried to reignite the garden a couple times before us, and they just got oh disheartened because they got robbed. I mean, there's there's easily mm. been a couple grand worth of tools stolen from that before we even mm. started. And so, Lordy. yeah, I mean, but then on top of the other stuff, I mean, there was also like a 12-foot high poison oak tree that almost put me in the hospital because I didn't think I was allergic. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> No, Lord no. Jesus. <laughs> you know, we, we, we had like eight or nine masks. What's that, sorry? But you were at least able to turn it around. How did you turn it around, and how long did it take you all to be able to turn around to start seeing a change in the neighborhood for the good? 
Well, so the change to the neighborhood happened pretty immediately um, when we got all the trees cut down. You know, now now there's six or seven new, or you know, four or five new apartments right next to the garden, um, and there's young teachers living there, and and that you know, and that type of demographic. And so that whole area, like, there's no overgrowth in that because it's on a street corner, um, and and, mm. and and this garden plot kind of defined the abandonment for a while. Um, and mm-hmm. so us coming in and helping just just beautify it really helped kind of uh, bring it back to a state of usability. Wow. And then on there, how are they going to keep it or sustain it then? Well, that gets into my next piece. Uh, So one major reason why we've been able to get it to where we are right now is that we we are in right now, and we've we've applied for our second year, uh, for an Arkansas Garden Corps service member. Um, the, 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 Gar- the Arkansas Garden Corps, it's an AmeriCorps program, the Children's Obesity Prevention Research Program uh, at the Arkansas mm-hmm. Children's Hospital Research Institute. And so it's, it's because of partnerships like uh, that at our state level uh, and partnerships even here on, on the ground um, through like entities like the Helena Health Foundation, um, the University of Arkansas School of Medical Science, um, their, their eastern hub for the state's located here. Um, and so in terms of long-term sustainability, um, we've, we've been developing a sponsorship model where schools are paying us to use the garden. And so rather oh. than having the garden plot be, you know, hey, community members, come sign in and grow your own food, that model really didn't work. We weren't ready for that yet. But what we are ready for mm-hmm. is to set up each of our raised beds kind of like science labs and bring, you know, kindergarten through 12th grade teachers with their students to integrate the garden into their curriculum. And that's exactly mm-hmm. why the Garden Corps exists, is to help bring that nutrition-based education uh, and, and focus really on, like, childhood obesity. Uh, and, I mean, that's, right. and that's needed here. We're in, we're in a food desert. You know, where the garden is, um, mm-hmm. I would say easily over, you know, a good percentage of the population that lives by our garden, like, have – trouble with transportation and the closest grocery store is the Walmart which is a 10 minute drive. So it's oh just, my, you know yeah. so so and, and that's that's not to say that like we're growing all this produce to have people come in. It's kind of kind of like a mobile classroom is what we've turned it into, mm-hmm. but it it's a site mm-hmm. now. It's something to go visit and you know we we have events there and all that type of stuff, but we've really uh, worked hard, and it's you know it's primarily because of how the Garden Corps, their model was already set up. They had a bunch of turnkey resources for us to reference um, that really oh. helped us aggressively pilot, which is where we are right now. Uh, and so you know, in time, we really see um, you know not necessarily owning this project indefinitely, but spinning it into its own organization, or you know having it become a moving part of a very successful youth organization here in Helena. Uh, we have you, uh, probably... You'd be able to use that for place. other towns, too, you know. Yeah. Well, sure. And so, and, and that expertise is always going to be helpful. And, you know, we would like to put private centers in other locations that are have the same scenario that Helena has, which is the chips mm-hmm. might be low, but you still, you're still at the table, you know. There's still something to do. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, right. And, and so... Um, but you know we've got we've got really good partnerships in place. I mean, and, and you know what I'm talking about when you when you're talking about the success of a community garden. 
Like, once people see something growing there and being maintained mm-hmm. for two or three years, they're just like, oh, yeah, that looks really nice. You know, like, let's support that and grow <laughs> it. And so we've, we've kind of, yep. what we did is we just simplified everything. <laughs> you know, I mean, everything is, yep. there's power there, but we don't need mechanized fans turning on in the middle of the night. Like You don't, you know, that's right. A, a yeah, human that's can true. pop in and hit a switch. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? But at schools, from what I understand, there's a guy out in Colorado. He told me he's a consultant, and he said, I'm going to tell you now, if you work with schools, there's got to be somebody that's paid in some way or fashion or another uh, to make it work because the teachers right now are just on overload. They have too much going on, too much responsibility, and, of course, with student situations. So you're approaching it the right way, believe it or not. You're approaching it the right way. Yeah, I was going to dovetail with that. I mean, we create – a very diverse way for teachers to come get involved with us. For the teacher that just mm-hmm. has, like, the Saturday morning two-hour session to bring her first graders, or or even a- any teacher, really, but, like, a teacher that wants to do the one-time visit, like, we yeah. orchestrate a number of workshops that will at least get the gears turning and get kids heavily involved with the garden. Uh, but then we also connect teachers to pre-canned curriculum that's already on the Internet, places like the Edible Schoolyard, um, but then, you know, we also we will get like one or two like AP science teachers in a year that want to come do soil tests for, throughout the semester. So that's kind of like, well, here you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> get to work. We've been talking to Terrence Clark, and we could do a whole hour on this guy. <laughs> and he's a co-founder of Thrive Incorporated from Helena. Helena, I'm sorry, it's Helena, uh, uh-huh. Arkansas, and uh, he has done remarkable work there along the Delta area of the Mississippi River, and they have got a lot more growth ahead of them. You can hear the excitement that he has for what he's doing, and I appreciate it that you were uh, able to come on our show on short notice, and folks, it was short notice. It was just like, what, a couple of days, and I appreciate yeah, it no, very, no very much. And we'll be sending it out to different people so they could hopefully use uh, your information on their news programs and also the radio shows. And I appreciate this is Thrive Incorporated that we're talking to, Terrence Clark. Look it up on the website. You're going to learn a lot. Give him a call if you need him for your town. He would be more than happy to give you a quote to get over there and help you out. (laughs) And Terrence, my honor and pleasure that you're on today. I appreciate well, it. Thank you very and much. good talking to you guys. My honor and pleasure. Good luck to you all in the future. You've been listening oh, to you, Community Garden Revolution. This is Mary Hugel. Thank you. All right. And have a Bye-bye. great Community Garden Day.